Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm going to be going through some of my buy low and sell high players going into week 11 of the NFL season. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, please just do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, ring that bell so you guys get notified every time I post a video. And if you guys have any fantasy questions, drop them down below in the comment section or comments on this video. I'll be responding to every single person. And then also go check out my waiver wire video if you haven't already. But starting with the first buy low player, it's actually basically going to be an entire offense and it is going to be the Seattle Seahawks offense. I think a lot of people were really hyped this week for Seattle. We finally had Russell Wilson coming back. It was going to be a big matchup between Russ and Aaron Rodgers and really the game just drastically underperformed, especially on the Seattle Seahawks side. I mean, they were absolutely terrible. There is no way around it. They got shut out. You know, if you have a team with Russ, Metcalf, Lockett, you should really never put up zero points, but that is what happened. Really, the only positive thing from the Seahawks offense was Gerald Everett, which was definitely sort of a surprise. He's a guy that I did briefly mention on the waiver wire video, but he's not someone that I think is going to have this type of game every single week. But these kind of throwaway games is something that I've mentioned at least a few times this season. We saw it with the Packers in week one. Remember, they just got blew out by the Saints. I think it was like 38 to 3, 35 to 3 or something. The offense just looked terrible. And then they came back and obviously have been a really solid functioning unit. Same thing happened with the Cowboys last week. We're just really bad against the Broncos. And in this game, I mean, that I think is what you have to describe this performance from the Seahawks. Russ threw for 161 yards in two interceptions and 161 yards on 40 attempts. I mean, that is brutal. Metcalf caught three passes for 26 yards. Lockett caught two passes for 23 yards. So all those top guys just did absolutely nothing. But moving forward, this really doesn't change how I feel about a lot of these players. To me, Russell Wilson is still a really solid QB1 and a guy who does have like top five quarterback potential rest of season if things break right. You know, if he gets lucky with touchdowns, I could totally see him finishing there. To me, Metcalf is still a locked in wide receiver one. His stock still goes up with Russell Wilson coming back. And then Lockett, I think is kind of a boomer bust wide receiver two. He's probably going to give you one or two games rest of season where he just absolutely goes off for like 30 plus points. He may have some down weeks, but that's really what you kind of invested in with Tyler Lockett. And this just isn't a performance that I think is going to carry over into week 11. I mean, look at the Cowboys. I mentioned how they had that terrible game against the Broncos. They were dominated. Then they come out this week, drop 43 on the Falcons. So if people are going to be panicking, on the Seattle Seahawks down game. I would capitalize on that and try to acquire some of these Seahawks weapons. Now let's shift over to Deontay Johnson. And he didn't necessarily perform badly today. So you're not really buying him super low. You know, seven receptions for 83 yards. He did lose a crucial fumble in overtime, but still, you know, turned in an acceptable fantasy day. The Steelers offense just looked miserable with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. I really didn't think it could get much worse than Big Ben. But Mason Rudolph went out there and totally proved that idea wrong. Big Ben is on the COVID list, so we don't really know if he's going to be ready for week 11. But rest of season, I think Deontay Johnson is going to be fantastic. With the injuries to Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool, who's currently dealing with turf toe, he is just going to be a target funnel rest of season. I think he's a lock 
for 10 plus targets a game. I mean, he's already there right now. I would not be shocked if rest of season he's being targeted, you know, 12 plus times a game. I think that's totally in the realm of possibility. And for me, Deontay Johnson is a lock in my top 10 wide receiver rest of season rankings for PPR formats. I feel like Deontay Johnson still doesn't have that reputation of being like a top tier fantasy wide receiver. And maybe it's because he's not like a huge big play guy, but he has had his fair share this season, but he definitely kind of makes his money in the volume game, which is something that I love for fantasy because the volume receivers are the guys who have really nice floors. You know, Deontay Johnson on a down week may have like six receptions for 40 yards. He's still turning in double digit fantasy points. Whereas guys like AJ Brown, who could have made this list, you know, he is a down game and he records one reception for like 16 yards and it's a total hole in your lineup. That is just not something Deontay Johnson is going to do. So for me, he is a wide receiver one rest of season. And I think you'll be able to acquire him for maybe like high-end wide receiver twos, guys in that range. So definitely something I would look into. Now let's shift over to a few sell high players. And I'm going to start it off with Devonta Smith. I'm pretty sure I actually had him in this video last week and he is going to be on here again. No doubt about it. He has had two massive performances the last two weeks. He actually scored 22.6 points in both of those matchups, which is just a little bit weird. But his production, you know, in that stretch has just been wildly unsustainable. In both of those games, Devonta Smith was only targeted six times, which is a very, very low number to be putting up 22.6 points. And overall, the Eagles passing attack has just totally fallen off as of late. And honestly, it's been a good thing for their football team. They've been in a lot of these close games. They've been playing fairly well. But if you look at the beginning of the season, Jalen Hurts threw for 250 plus yards in three of their first four weeks. So the passing volume was there early on. But in the last six games, he hasn't gone over that number one time. He's been under 250 passing yards the last six weeks. And he's actually been under 200 total passing yards in five of those six games. So the overall volume is not going to be there. I really think this is a prime sell high opportunity because it's not even like this is a passing attack that's super efficient and has a ton of touchdown upside. It really doesn't. It's just that Devonta Smith has been cleaning up all the yards and the touchdowns. That's not something he's going to be able to do every single week. So he is definitely someone I would look to move on from. And then the last sell high player and the last player I'm going to talk about in this video, it's going to be Hunter Henry. He has been on a crazy touchdown run. He has caught seven touchdowns in the last seven weeks. And with that touchdown production, he's kind of established himself as a very startable tight end one, especially if you're looking at points per game. But I mean, he's so incredibly touchdown dependent. I really have just zero trust in that. He has caught seven of Mac Jones' 13 touchdowns. Over 50% of Mac Jones' touchdown passes have gone to Hunter Henry. That is wildly unsustainable. And he has only gone over 42 receiving yards one time. So it's not like he's having good touchdown luck and adding a lot of volume. He's not adding that volume. He's scoring almost entirely through those touchdowns. And so for me, this is just a super easy sell high. And I'd be trying to package Hunter Henry with another, you know, startable player, maybe a potential flex guy or a wide receiver too for a nice tight end upgrade. I think if you have Henry, you could really kind of market him as someone you could plug into your tight end spot. And so I'd be looking at guys like Kyle Pitts or Darren Waller, who really didn't have big games here in week 10 and try to get a package together for one of those guys. 
I like to be upgrading my tight end position to one of those top guys, just because I think it's nice to have some safety at that position. You know, even though Waller didn't seem very safe tonight, but that is going to wrap it up for my buy low and sell high players. If you guys enjoyed this video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Stay tuned. I'm going to be putting out my start sit videos tomorrow, but thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.